I'm Damian Bolwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, crippling hospital bills. How injured people who showed up at San Francisco General Hospital, some after accidents, some needing their appendixes removed, were billed as much as tens of thousands of dollars, even though they were insured. Our city columnist, Heather Knight, joins us. She'll talk about her reporting on the controversy and about pushing city leaders to fix it. That's all coming up next. Heather Knight, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Heather, you've been here for two and a half years as a columnist. Yes. Writing about San Francisco. Um, 20 years in the newsroom. I just had my anniversary last month. Congratulations. (laughs) We go way back, of course, you and I in the newsroom. Um, Your work lately has uh, continued to return to this issue at San Francisco General Hospital, which is the city's only trauma center, Uh with big bills that patients have been complaining about. How did you come to this story? Well, this story really starts with patients who were really confused by these giant bills they were getting in the mail after receiving treatment at SF General. Um, It turns out 1,700 patients a year were getting these bills, but uh, each one of them wondered, am I the only one? Like, what what is going on? Why am I being charged $90,000 for an appendectomy? So um, they started emailing me with their own copies of bills, um, and I was looking at those and uh, found three examples, um, for instance, of men who went to SF General with excruciating pain in their sides. They needed emergency appendectomies. They had private insurance. That's the confusing thing that they were paying for each month. Thought everything was fine, were discharged, and then a few weeks later um, opened their mailbox to find bills ranging from 50000 to uh, $92,000. <laughs> and they were shocked. And this is actually <laughs> happening all over the city as patients who have insurance are getting these giant bills. Wow. So tell me about these these patients. Are they going in ambulances? Or are they calling 911? It varies. Um, like you said, San Francisco General Hospital is the city's only trauma center. So um, a lot of people who are taken there are taken in an ambulance. If something horrible happens to you in the city, you will be taken there if you're shot, stabbed, fall off a roof, hit by a bus, um, something very serious. Uh, an ambulance will definitely take you there because that's the only option. But other people go there just because they live nearby and need emergency care, like you would go to any emergency room you know, with a painful stomach or um, something like that. But if it wasn't so dire, they might end up at CPMC or Kaiser or one of the right. other hospitals. That, that was they... one of the problems, too, is that um, several of these people I interviewed lived in the Mission or Bernal Heights or Potero Hill, and they just went there because a lot of them actually called Uber <laughs> or Lyft and were just taken there because it's the closest emergency room to where they live. But they had no idea that this policy existed, that um, if even if you have private insurance, in some cases, if your insurance company doesn't pay the full amount the hospital bills, then the hospital will bill you the rest. It's a policy called balance billing. And um, it's very complicated. Under state law, it's allowed for certain people and not others, depending on the details of your health insurance plan. And what were people's reactions when they received these bills? Were they were they able to pay? Did they fight them? Um, I imagine for some people, Sixty, seventy thousand dollars is yeah. just not possible for most people. That would be, you know, really crushing. Uh, several people I interviewed were saying, "Well, I guess I can never buy a house," or some were considering filing for bankruptcy. Several were about to hire lawyers. Um, there was just no way that they could just spontaneously afford like a ninety thousand dollar bill. They weren't anticipating, um, especially when they're paying um, pretty high amounts for um, private insurance every month. So that was a big shock to people that they definitely couldn't, you know, just fork over. 
So I even learned that Supervisor Norman Yee faced this issue. Um, back in the early 2000s, he was hit by a car, taken to SF General, and he um, wound up owing, I believe it was $300,000 personally. And he hired a private injury attorney who fought with the hospital for 18 months and got it drastically reduced. So wow. this is affecting lots of people. So you mentioned the Board of Supervisors, uh, Norman Yee. This is a public hospital. This is San Francisco's big uh, public health center. Why weren't the, the city powers that be, the mayor, the supervisors, why weren't they aware of this earlier? This has been going on for quite some time. Uh, yeah, they all act shocked. <laughs> so um, it kind of makes you wonder how closely they're paying attention to everything else that they oversee at City Hall. Um, but the SF General is part of the public health department, which is obviously part of city government. Um, the public health department has an annual budget of $2 billion. $1 billion of that is at SF General itself. And so everything that happens has to be approved financially anyway by the Board of Supervisors and Mayor. And um, every budget season, they were asked to approve major hikes on everything the hospital charges. It's called a charge master. It's a list of thousands of things, band-aids or this surgery or this anesthesia, whatever you might get there is listed and the price. And every year they were asked to approve hikes ranging from 6 to 10% um, across the board, regardless of whether that particular surgery or supply actually cost anymore. And every year for decades, they've unanimously approved those hikes. And they say they thought that those were just being charged to insurance companies. They didn't realize that it was being charged to their actual constituents who just, um, you know, a random guy <laughs> who goes to SF General needing his appendix out. So they were they were in the dark and not obviously not doing their research. Can you walk us through the the reporting of this this story? You've had a a, a great ability here to take a story and then stick with it and write about it over <laughs> and over and demand results. We thank you for that. Um, kind of walk us through uh, the reporting of it. Well, I got to give credit to Vox. They have a reporter named Sarah Cliff whose whole job right now is running a database with hospital bills. So people around the country are sending her their own hospital bills, and she noticed that there was this weird thing happening in San Francisco and did a story in January um, that the hospital was not contracting with any insurance companies, so the insurance companies could pay whatever they wanted, and they were sticking hospital or private patients with the rest. And so um, I obviously was intrigued by that and um, wrote a similar version. But then after that was when the reporting really got started because so many people in San Francisco were like, this happened to me, this happened to me. Mm -hmm. Thank you for writing this because we, I had no idea why I got this giant bill, why it cost $10,000 when I just went to get a, a CAT scan or I thought I might have broken my arm and I didn't, but I still owed $5,000 or wow. all these people came forward with stories. Um, and so I like stories like that because you get one kernel and then you can just keep pushing it in all sorts of different directions with more people telling you their stories. And then we learned the issue with the charge master and that City Hall was at fault. At first, they were acting like they were coming to the rescue. Supervisor Aaron Peskin said, I'm going to hold a hearing. Mayor London Breed said, I am demanding that the hospital pause these bills for 90 days so we can figure out what's going on. State Senator Scott Weiner and Assemblyman David Chu said, we are going to propose legislation at the state to ban this throughout California. Um, Norman Yee said, yeah, it happened to me, and this is outrageous. And then I discovered, but wait, you guys were the ones who were approving these charges for decades. So um, they were kind of acting like they were coming to the rescue, and it was <laughs> partially their fault. So um, the more we started digging, these interesting you know, pieces came to light. Wow. 
Well, tell me about the city's response once you started to publish these stories. There was no way they could justify it. Um, I don't think the public health department or the hospital were too happy that I kept asking questions. But that's what I really love about this job is that I don't believe that you just um, highlight one thing that's wrong and then drop it and move on to the next one. Um, I've been called a dog with a bone. I just keep (laughs) hammering and hammering and hammering. (laughs) So... People can get annoyed at City Hall, but I think it's important to stick up for average San Franciscans and, you know, keep highlighting what is wrong until it's actually fixed. So luckily, this has been locally fixed. Um, The mayor did demand a 90-day pause for the hospital to look at ways to fix this. And um, just a couple of weeks ago, they announced that they are ceasing all balance billing from here on out. And also that anybody who had their bill open and unsettled as of February 1st would be off the hook. You might owe a small amount depending on um, how much you make every year, but the most anybody would owe out of pocket would be, I believe it's $4,800. So it's way better than like a $92,000 charge for an appendectomy. And um, they're going to do a better job of explaining how this works when you come in, so you're not going to get surprise bills. And um, it sounds like they've really figured out how to make... um, a much better process. And an interesting note is uh, we were wondering why they were so insistent on getting um, these amounts from patients um, that are just a drop in the bucket for the hospital, but a huge hardship for patients. And it turns out the total the hospital got last year from all of these patients combined was just $2 million. And they have a $1 billion annual budget. So why they were holding on to this policy for so long is just totally bewildering. I'm just kind of blown away by the idea that you might talk to a patient who has a bill that they can't afford, and then you write an article, and then the city sends them a letter, correct, saying that they're not going to have to pay it, <laughs> and then you speak to them yeah. again. What is that conversation like? That was re- the best part of this is that um, in three cases, I uh, wrote a story about a particular patient um, the worst one was the $92,000 appendectomy, and that would just shocked readers. I kept getting so much feedback from patients, but just the general public themselves, like, how is this possible? This is crazy in a city with an $11 billion annual budget to be charging people these huge amounts. Um, But in three instances, including that one, uh, shortly after I wrote about it, they were informed they that it, uh, it was all fine. <laughs> they didn't owe that much. And nice. the $92,000 appendectomy guy, um, I think he only owed in the end $250. So he was extremely happy. Sounds about right. And I totaled it up for the three um, that I was able to help. It totaled $215,000 between the three of them. So I felt really good about that. Nice work. Nice work. So what what are the next steps here? Um, you have written that this is a larger issue. It goes beyond San Francisco. How does that work? And, and what, what do we expect to see? Yeah, so there's still some issues to sort out locally, which is this charge master. The hospital's change in policy didn't affect um, the issue that they keep asking for more and more high prices every year for everything they offer from the Board of Supervisors and Mayor. So Aaron Peskin, who um, led the initial hearing into this issue, um, has vowed that they are going to be looking at this a lot more carefully. It's not going to be a rubber stamp, and they're going to demand that the public health chief come in and explain why these um, prices are so high, because even though patients in in the city won't be on the hook for so much money anymore, uh, whenever insurance companies have to pay more and more and more every year for the same care, that raises the bills for everybody who's insured by that company. So they don't 
they want to get a handle on this. Um, but statewide, what to look for is that a proposal to ban emergency um, balance billing uh, is still going through the state legislature. It was proposed by David Chu and Scott Weiner, and it um, it crossed its first hurdle at the Assembly's Health Committee either last week or the week before, um, unanimously. So that's a good sign that people are behind this. I think um, in the past, any big changes to the way hospitals and insurance companies work has gotten a lot of resistance from lobbyists um, for both those industries. And um, they hardly ever go through. And if they do, they take years and years and years to hammer out. But they're hopeful that with so much publicity in general and the realization around the country that our healthcare system is so expensive and not working well at all. Um, I think people are realizing, you know, we can't just keep doing this. So hopefully it'll pass. And you mentioned the national crisis. Does this uh, issue in San Francisco, what does it say about the the healthcare crisis uh, beyond California? Yeah. um, State Senator Scott Weiner told me that his office has been getting um, calls from people all over the country who are getting these bills and that there's interest um, to address it not only at the state, but nationally as well. And he's even heard from some national uh, Republican officials who are interested in addressing this. Um, so it's it really crosses lines of political parties. It's a real populist issue. Nobody thinks that somebody who goes to a hospital needing an emergency surgery should be on the hook for this much money. And so... Someone who's already paying a lot for yeah, the private insurance. They're, they're doing everything right. They're paying for private insurance, you know, which is already getting more and more ex- expensive um, every year, the monthly fees for that. And so to then demand people to pay even extra on top of that, nobody thinks is fair. And so I think this is... Um, we're going to hear more and more about it, especially in the presidential election. A lot of Democrats are talking about single payer, which was like totally verboten to even mention a couple of years ago. So I think people are coming around to the idea that our our system just doesn't work for anybody and that we need to make some major changes. Before I let you go, I want to ask you one question unrelated to uh, balanced billing. I think a lot of people are interested in how you find your stories and what a San Francisco Francisco Chronicle columnist job is like. Can you you tell us about that? Yeah, well, I live in the city. I have for 20 years. I'm raising two little boys here. My husband works here. I have lots of friends here. So I just know a lot of people and hear a lot of stories in my day-to-day life of things that aren't going right, like a parent that I'm friends with, um, for example, at Glen Park Elementary, which is not my son's school, but um, near where I live, told me, can you believe that this teacher who um, teaches second grade at my school has cancer and she um, is now being charged for her own substitute? Like, I just hear these tidbits (laughs) just because I live here, and that was my column last Tuesday, Um, and I'm looking at that issue more, so school district get ready. (laughs) But I just, I like to hear about issues that affect real people living in San Francisco and figure out what's not working, why, why they're, this weird thing that's happening to them is the way it is and how to get it fixed. So I like that as a columnist, I can advocate for things that are wrong and keep hammering on them by telling real people's stories and eventually hopefully get change. And you're really active on social media. You do something that a lot of modern reporters are turning more to, which is trying to solicit ideas from people out there. Yeah. That actually played a role in this SF general coverage. Um, When I first heard about this issue, I tweeted out, has anybody gotten a bill like this? And a lot of people actually responded that way. Um, I talked to a woman who had um, fallen on a slippery sidewalk and hurt her arm, and she went to SF general, and nothing was actually wrong. They did an x-ray and then sent her home. 
and she owed many thousands of dollars. And the funny thing was she's Canadian and she's like, I don't understand. <laughs> this American healthcare system is so weird. Um, I found her on Twitter and some other patients on Twitter. You and disabused then... her of her uh, <laughs> <laughs> notions about yeah. healthcare. Another guy on Twitter uh, said I, he had been in a minor motorcycle accident. Nothing was wrong, but some bystanders called 911. He was taking the SF General and just had some bumps and bruises and owed $30,000. Wow. So, yeah. And then the more you write about these stories, the more other people come forward. So it kind of feeds on itself. It's like a snowball effect. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and keep up the good work. We'll be watching. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much to columnist Heather Knight for joining us. Thanks to Libby Coleman for producing this episode. And thanks to you for listening. Fifth and Mission is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing. You can support Fifth and Mission and the newsroom that creates it with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. <laughs>